What is the Podcaster Matrix? The Podcaster Matrix is your source for podcast media hosting. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays, the Small Business Saturdays podcast, with your host and my husband, and my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. All right. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays, everybody. My name is Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me right up there at oursuccessgroup.com. I'm pretty excited about what we're talking about here today. We're going to talk about facing your fear, conquering fear, and then living to tell about it because, you know, that's, that's the whole go. I thought that would be fun. And talking fear is definitely one of those things that's extremely important, I think, when it comes to small business ownership and entrepreneurship and all of that stuff that we're involved with on a daily basis is we have to get to that level beyond our fear to be able to find success. As the saying goes, everything you want is right on the other side of fear. This is a topic that I've already covered a couple of times. We, we've talked about, in fact, I'm going to go ahead and post them in the chat here, uh, how to ask, which is a lot about conquering your fears, and then also facing the fear of success. With those things, though, I wanted to kind of take this to the next level and, and really kind of dig into what fear is. Uh, some of you guys had taken the opportunity when I made a post to, uh, about a week or two ago and shared some of your fears. So I really appreciate that. But let's start off with analyzing what fear is. And here's one of my favorite acronyms here is fear is this. It's a fantasized experience appearing real. Does that make sense? A fantasized experience appearing real. So always a good way to look at fear, but let's prove this. If you guys want to participate here with me, I'd love it if you'd first off, wherever you're at, if you can kind of take a seat, that would probably be more helpful here in this. So what I'd like you guys to do is wherever you guys are, take a seat. I want you to close your eyes. Okay. Nothing really to see here. Anyhow, I'm not going to put anything else up on screen. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm not going to try to trick you, but I want you to close your eyes and I want you to really try to visualize this in as clear and vivid detail as you can. All right. If you're all set for this, if you get your eyes closed and here's what I'm trying to get from you after we get through this. So as we're getting through this whole process, start telling me what you're feeling. What is it that you're feeling inside of yourself as you go through this? But let, let's get started. Okay. So closing our eyes, I'm, not, I'm going to make sure that I follow along. So I'm not closing my eyes. You guys close your eyes, but I want you to go to the bottom of the tallest building that you can imagine. And really vi visualize that building. What does it look like? What color is it? Glass? You know, is it really skinny? What what does it look like? Get get a real good visual of what that super tall building looks like. And again, this is the tallest building that you can imagine. All right. Now, next, after you kind of get a, that visual of, of you're standing outside the building, you're looking up at it, how tall it is, and all that other stuff. Now, let's walk into the building. And as we walk into the building, we're going to head to the super fast elevator that goes straight to the top. All right. So you're going to get on that elevator. You're going to go up. Okay. And this is a super fast elevator. So boom, we're at the top. Okay. So now we are at the top. It, it, we are at the top of the building and we want to walk out to the, to, there's a balcony. All right. There's a balcony out there that looks outside. So once you get out to that balcony, what, what does it look like? What's the floor made of? Is it concrete? Is it wood? Is it 
tile? What was what, what the floor made out of? What does the sky outside look like? Is it cloudy? Is it sunny? Is it overcast? Is it a little bit of both? You know, what, what's the sky look like? All right. So again, really visualizing this whole thing. Now, we're there on the balcony. Now let's walk as close to the edge as you feel comfortable. All right. So just go ahead and walk right out as close to the edge as you feel comfortable. All right. Once you get there, and so you're there now. Now, I want you to take one more step closer to the edge without stepping off the edge. All right. So if you're really close to the edge, just scooch just a hair closer. If you're really far from the edge, take a big step and, and get out as close to the edge as you realize. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to look down and realize that there's no guardrail there. But I want you to keep your balance. Keep your feet firmly on the balcony as you continue to look down. All right. Now, what are you feeling? All right. Now that you're experiencing that feeling, now I want you to turn around and walk. Or if you're paralyzed right now, crawl, whatever it takes. I want you to turn around and start heading back to the elevator. All right. Now you're back in the elevator. You're going to take the elevator back down to the bottom. And now you're going to come back to where you are right now whatever room you're in or wherever you're at right now, you're magically transported right back to where you are right now. And now you're going to open your eyes. All right. Now here's the deal. I want you to start telling me what were you feeling as you looked down off that tall building? What, what were the feelings that you were getting as, as you went through that experience? All right. Was it terrified? Was it feeling free? Was it feeling, you know, what, what were those feelings that you were feeling as you looked down? Um, and wh while you're sharing those things, uh, Christine says another acronym for fear is false expectations appearing real. Yep. Fantasized experiences, false expectations, uh, all made up is what, <laughs> what we're boiling it down to here. So, all right, within that fear. So what were you feeling? Wh what did you feel as you were looking out over that tall building? Hello, Renee. Thanks for joining us. And uh, yeah. All right. So I'm going to wait for you guys to, to get that and start sharing some of your feelings about what you're feeling as we were looking out over that tall building. But here's the deal. <laughs> Jerry says extreme fear. Was your heart racing? Did, did your physiology change? Did you feel weak? Did you feel lightheaded? Um, extreme fear. Yeah. Uh, when I've done that, I've done that exercise several times uh, as I've gone through different programs that uh, Mr. Canfield's put on. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm definitely afraid of heights. So I was sweating and, and doing all those things. Tanya, hello. Appreciate you joining us. All right. So here's the deal. Our brains are very powerful. And our brains are so powerful that they want to look into the future and try to anticipate things. <laughs> Excuse me. But here's, here's what we have to realize, that we have to take control of our brains and we have to realize that we create our own fears because, you know, you were feeling, you know, what Jerry said, extreme fear. You know, I've felt, like I said, lightheaded. I felt uh, sweat. But when you get to reality, uh, Jerry says, heights are some of my biggest fears, dizzy, unsure, sweating for sure. All right. Well, Jerry, we're not there. So we're back. We're, we're on solid ground. I'm, I'm right there with you. So um didn't mean to <laughs> cause any extreme discomfort. But again, I want to prove to you guys 
<laughs> Christine says, I never would have made it through the elevator part. I have a huge fear of elevators and won't go up in high buildings because it's too long in the elevator. There you go. It, it, it's a fear. Um, and again, this is not to say that fears aren't founded. Fears aren't, you know, that, oh, you should just, ah, it's a fear. Just, you know, <clears throat> do better and, and overcome it. No, that's, that's not it. it our brains are built that way for a reason, but here's the deal. We are creating those fears. You know, we're, we're feeling those things, but in reality, we were right here. We're sitting in front of the computer. We're sitting on our couch, we're, wherever you're at right now, that's the reality of it. So we have that. And, and again, fears are not something that we're trying to talk down about and that you should just get rid of all your fears and everything will be great. No, that's, that's not, that's not the way this works fears are are a survival tool and and they were and are a great survival tool when we're fighting for our lives you know when when we were you know trying to hunt big game as a caveman we needed to have that fear so we didn't go out and do something stupid and have the human race wiped out um but as small business owners as entrepreneurs fears can be a challenge because in the world of small business ownership, of entrepreneurship, we have to face our fears as best we can. We have to take risks. We have to learn from bad experiences or failures or, or good experiences and successes. We have to learn from that. We have to grow and we have to grow from overcoming those fears because the only way we can get courage is by facing a fear. So um, I'm going to pull this up and I, I didn't get it ahead of time, but, but we'll just do it real quick here and uh, pop this up. Pause. Okay. Let's see if you guys can hear this. <laughs> Come on screen. Let's share that. We'll do that. Boom. Share the audio. Okay. So there we go. We're going to make this full screen. Are you looking to move your business forward and make it a full-time success that not only supports you, but also can support your family? Todd Downing and I launched our success group. Our mission is to provide resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success. What we learned when Todd started his own decorating business, and I was a pioneer of the industry's first podcast, was people were hoarding all of the information, or it was just disorganized and had no basis in real results. Both Todd and I saw really nice people fail because they didn't have the basics and a foundation. At the 2019 Dax Tenley Park trade show, we met for the first time face to face and the conversation turned to this very problem. What we soon discovered was a similar passion with different areas of strength. Todd brings the day-to-day know-how, making things easy to understand, and also breaking down the how-to step-by-step. I bring impactful ideas, lessons from the wide range of people I have worked with over the years, and a foundation of business principles to build upon. We don't want you to struggle to launch or grow your business. We want you to thrive, hit the ground running, and be good citizens of your market. If you are interested in learning more and would like to get some free resources, just fill out the form over at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. That's empowered, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D. Again, oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. All right, so fear can literally paralyze us just like these poor goats. So let's, let's take a quick watch here. Oops, I got to hit the right button. A very temporary stiff 
muscles. And when the muscles relax, after a few seconds, the goat jumps up and runs on its way. They don't call them fainting goats for nothing. It can even be something as simple as being excited over being fed. You guys ever feel like that? um, Typically, um, they keep their balance better and what they will end up doing. All right, well, we'll close it. So, yeah, fear can literally paralyze us. And like those goats, I've felt like that many times, many, many times where I was faced with something and I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then I've just found myself standing still. But here's the deal. We have to, as as Renee said, um, we have to fail forward. Um, Jerry, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm uh, not a big fan of those as well. I get, I get completely into uh, a roller coaster at the IMAX theater. Uh, will also take my breath away as well. So, um, but because of this built-in nature of, of having fears, as business owners, we're going to create fears around other things too that we have to overcome. You know, we don't need to go jump off that tall building and and Nan says, ah, oh, fainting goats. Yeah. But those goats are just like us. You know, we get into those situations where we're up against something new, something we don't know about, something we don't understand fully. And typically what our nature is to do is to, to faint, to stop, to pause, to walk away from it. But as small business owners, we actually have to figure out a way to face those things and move forward. So I said the topic today was conquering our fears and living to tell about it. So let's talk about how we can conquer some of these fears. Um, learn these three really good techniques, and I'm just going to share what the techniques are with you really quick. Um, and then we'll come back and talk about them a little bit. So the first technique is called, I scare myself by imagining. So if you can frame every fear that you have with those words in the middle. So I am, I, I you know, I'm afraid of tall buildings or here, Christine, you, you get to be the guinea pig here because, uh, Huge fear. I have a huge fear of elevators and I scare myself by imagining what is it that you imagine is going to happen in that elevator. Now, that could have come from a past experience. It could lots of places these things could have come from something we saw on television, something our parents taught us. So, lots of different things. That doesn't mean that it's not going to happen, but it certainly doesn't mean that it is going to happen. So, if you can stop yourself and put that into your head, I scare myself by imagining, and then figure out what it is exactly that you're scaring yourself by imagining, then you go from there. So that's the first technique. The second technique is come back to the present. Again, if we go back to what we were doing on top of the building there, when we were visualizing being on top of the building, when we get ourselves to that point where where we're starting to sweat, we're light lightheaded, you know, loss of breath is shortening and all that other kind of stuff. And we're, we're, we're terrified. What can we do? Well, we can go, okay, hold on a second. I am not on that tall building. I, I'm right here right now. I'm sitting in my chair. I've got a microphone in front of me. I've got this light looking at me. I'm wearing a blue shirt. My feet are firmly on the ground and there you go. So come back to the present. And then all of a sudden that anxiety, that fear starts to subside. And if you just keep yourself in the present, then you can move forward. All right. And then the last technique is imagining the best outcome. All right. And we'll talk more about that in just one second. 
So with those three techniques, let, let's use some examples here. Like I said, some folks had uh, taken the time to comment on a post that I made earlier and um, really appreciate them doing that and, and, and allowing us to work through these. And, and I'll, you know, if you want to go look, you can certainly find out, but uh, I'll, I'll just leave that between us and that particular post for now. And I'll share what they wrote and I won't say who, um, but one of the comments was failure because I start started my work fairly cheap and sometimes, oh, sorry. And my question was, what is your biggest fear in your business? So here's one failure because I started my work fairly cheap. And sometimes when I price people act as though I'm too high, my prices need to go up, but the fear of losing business is there. We are doing a lot more and to stay in business as everyone, we are going to have to increase prices. So when we break that down, and you pick out what the fear is there, uh, I, I came up with the fear of losing business. That's what I highlighted. So that's the fear. So let's take that, the fear of losing business, and then let's, let's put those three techniques to it. So I have a fear of losing business. I scare myself by imagining I won't be getting any business from anybody anymore because my prices are too high. Okay, so I scare myself by imagining that. Now, if I come back to the present, and say, okay, uh, so that's, I scare myself by imagining that, but presently I have business. I have people that are willing to pay those prices. So now I'm back in the present. Okay, so now I've brought the anxiety down and now I take and add the next layer to it and I imagine the best outcome. So my fear is of losing business, but I know I have business. And if I can now instead imagine the fact that everybody's willing to pay for that. I'm able to do more. I'm able to reach my goals. I'm able to support my family. I'm, I'm able to make a difference in my community. You know, whatever it is that, that your goals are, imagine that instead of losing business and, and see how we can reframe that really quickly. I mean, that didn't take us long at all. All right. So let's, let's do another one here. Um, here we go. Um, I'm, I'm going to skip one. We may come back and, and use it a little bit later, but I'll, I'll, I'll skip a couple here. Uh, okay. The next one was trying to figure out how to price right when a shop wants wholesale pricing. I'm afraid of pricing too low or pricing too high and fearful when someone asks what my wholesale prices are and sounding unprofessional because I don't know off the top of my head. All right. So but I kind of pulled out pricing, you know, same thing, uh, fear of losing, but fear of sounding unprofessional because I don't know off the top of my head. So we'll go with that. All right. So my fear is sounding unprofessional because I don't know off the top of my head. I scare myself by imagining that the person who's asking me will go away and, and do business somewhere else. Okay. So that's what you, how, again, I'm, I'm just making this up as it might happen in my head, how it happens in your head can be totally different. So now I want to come back to the present. So uh, my fear is of sounding unprofessional, but do I sound unprofessional? No, I'm, I'm very professional. I'm, I care about my business a lot. I have a lot of heart in it. I want to take care of all my customers. I want to make sure I'm very professional and I, I work really hard to be professional. So that's that's the present. And here's what I'm doing right now to be professional. I'm working on my pricing. Now, let's add imagining the best outcome. My fear is of sounding unprofessionally because I don't know off the top of my head. 
But instead, I'm going to tell them, hey, I want to be able to give you the best possible pricing that I can. So you can, because when you're doing wholesale, they're trying to make a profit as well. So with wholesale, you want to say, because I want you to be able to make as much profit as possible and make this a real win-win for us. So instead of just blurting out some high number off the top of my head, would you mind if I go back and plug this into my numbers and get you the best possible price I can give you and still keep myself in business? You know, I, I just want to do that for you because I care so much about you and why you want to buy from me wholesale. So, huh, that seems like a little different outcome. And then let's imagine even further that that customer is like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I'm getting this personalized treatment. They're going to get me specific pricing. Uh, and they turn into the biggest customer and you guys both go on to make millions of dollars together and, and become a super happy partnership. So we're imagining the best outcome. All right, let's see. Let's, let's go one more. And then we'll... Uh, We'll see what, what else you guys got for me and, and go from there. All right. So one more here. I truly believe I can get as many orders as I want. My fear is design software and knowledge of using equipment that I own. I've, I felt that way when I got into screen printing in 2009, but now I could screen print my sleep. Um, as was suggested to me, I just need to do it. So looks like we've already figured this one out pretty good. And I love that. But let's let's just tackle the fear part in the middle there. My fear is design software and knowledge of using the equipment that I own. Okay, so if that's the fear, and then I say, I scare myself by imagining, and, and that's the key, make sure you use those specific words. I scare myself by imagining. Myself, I'm scaring myself, I'm doing it to myself, nobody else is doing it to me, I'm taking 100% responsibility by imagining, not by reality, not by what's happening, by imagining. I scare myself by imagining. I scare myself by imagining that I won't be able to do any designs and uh, the equipment will uh, not work and, and I'll seem unprofessional. You know, dig down into what that fear is and what you are imagining is going to happen. All right. Okay. So we know that we're taking 100% responsibility. We know that we're imagining. All right. Now let's get back to <clears throat> the present. Let, let's come back to the present. Okay. Now. I know the present, the reality is, is I know that I used to feel that way about screen printing, but now I can screen print in my sleep. Therefore, I know I'm very talented with the equipment once I take the time to use it and do it. And I know I can do these things. So that's the present. Now, let's change that and imagine the best possible outcome instead of the fear. So if I, my fear is, that my, it's design software and knowledge of using my equipment. Okay, but what if I instead imagine that instead of it being a fear, I'm excited about learning the design software because I have passion for it. Or if I don't have passion for it, I make a relationship with somebody that does. And I have this amazing designs that I can make. And I have all of this equipment that is constantly being used and constantly making me money and constantly providing for my family or whatever those situations are and start imagining what your goal is and that becoming a reality. So there we go. There, there's a couple, again, three techniques you can, you can go through. And if you just kind of layer those on top of each other and you probably get through them pretty quick. Um, and, but when you start feeling that fear, you start feeling that anxiety, just stop. Okay. 
go back and do the, I scare myself by imagining. Once I figure that out real quickly, get into exactly what it is that I'm imagining that could be happening to me that is causing the fear. Then I come back to the present and, and really check in with reality. I mean, it, it can be as simple as just going, okay, I am wearing a blue shirt that says data hipster. That's the present. That's what I know for sure. Okay. And then start expanding from there. What, what is, what is reality in the present right now? Be in the moment right now. And then lastly, okay, now let's reframe and let's look into the future again. But this time we're training ourselves to look for what the best potential outcome is. And now, now what happens is we have both sides. So we have what our fear is, but we also have what the best possible outcome is. And now we can make a really good decision. Okay, if our fear is this, the best possible outcome is this, which one is, is more important to me? Do I want the best possible outcome? Am I willing to handle what the fear was versus getting the best possible outcome? Okay, so now you can make those decisions and, and you're retraining yourself. All right, if that makes sense. So let me know what questions you guys have. Um, because here's what I've discovered in my own life and, and in talking to other folks, when we trace these fears back to the source, it can get really interesting because most of the time, and again, my experience and, and other people have told me this too. So I feel like this is a pretty wide reaching thing. Fear is rooted in avoiding disappointments. All right. So by using, uh, I scare myself because I. I can realize that my fear is not actually rooted in any reality, but it's rooted in trying to avoid disappointments. So back to the fear of losing business, which I think we all have because we're worried about where we price things. And, and, and so it just paralyzes us and, and we just don't do it. We just like, okay, I'm not even going to list that product because I can't figure out how to price it. Well, if the fear of losing business is holding you back, let's think about it this way. Your fear of losing business, of, of something that you're brand new that you haven't even put out there yet. Did you have that business to begin with? Thanks for listening to Small Business Saturdays. Achieve any goal you want in just 12 months. Have you heard about the Success Tracker? My dad is going to tell you about it. Thanks, Lewis. Success Tracker is the goal achievement resource that will provide you with a simple formula for achieving any specific goal you are willing to believe you can achieve. Not only do you get the formula, but we also provide support, motivation, and community, plus some fun swag along the way. This is what one of our current Success Tracker members has to say. Every day, I look at my certificate and carry my coin as a reminder that I am worthy and can do this. Today, I learned that I've surpassed my goal already, and I'm looking forward to seeing how much more I can surpass it before the end of the 12 months. Go to OurSuccessGroup.com forward slash ST. That's right, Lewis. Visit OurSuccessGroup.com forward slash ST for more information and to get started on your goal today. Come be a part of the Our Success Group community. We can't wait to be a part of the community with you. <laughs> if, if, if not, you're no worse off than you are right now. If your fear of losing business, your fear of losing current customers because you have to raise your prices, what about the fear of the fact that you're not going to be able to stay in business and work with those customers? You know, 
nine times out of 10, probably 10 times out of 10, when you raise your prices, what happens is you get rid of the 80% of customers that you don't actually want to be doing business with. And it allows you to take better care of the 20% of customers that you do want to be doing business with. And so maybe your fear of losing business is, is fear of losing some business, but what about the growing business that you can do by having more profit, being able to do more things for the customers that you really want to work with. All right. So that fear of losing business, we don't want to live in the past and we need to stop worrying about the future and figure out what is the best thing you can do right now. We come back to the present. What is the best thing that we can do right now? Because at the end of the day, fear is actually a learned behavior. Um, all the studies I could find, everything that I've read about this, they can only prove or disprove um, that we're born, we're only born with two, fe two fears. That's why the skyscraper um, analogy is such a good one to use to kind of prove that fear is a fantasized experience appearing real because we're the two fears that we're born with is a fear of falling and a fear of loud noises. So we are not born with the fear of sounding unprofessional. We are not born with the fear of losing business. We are not born with the fear of someone thinking my prices are too high. Those are all learned behaviors. So if we can learn those behaviors, can we not unlearn them, so to speak, or can we not replace them with better behaviors? Can we not replace them with being successful? So when you come up against a fear, and again, not saying that you shouldn't have fears. We have fears for a reason. It's built into us as a safety mechanism, and we don't want that to go away. You know, that's our gut telling us, okay, let's, let's think this one through a little bit more. That's what fear is supposed to do. Fear is not supposed to paralyze you, especially when it comes to our businesses. So we need to replace that with, with the art of success is what I'm calling it here. So the art of success is, is basically pretty simple here. We need to replace that fear with, okay, allowing the fear to tell us to slow down, think about it, meaning make a plan. And then the next part of that art of success is to take action, to do something to not be paralyzed, to move forward. The next part of that art of success is to um, have the experience, take in the experience, take in all that feedback. The next step is to learn from that experience. And then the final part is to get the results and then repeat. Okay. And that is what turns into success because once we get the results, and we've learned and we've created new results. Now we are creating the results that we want. More money, more customers, more this, better relationships, better customers, better community. Whatever it is that we want, we can create that if we replace unnecessary fear with the art of success. So again, Fear is good. We don't want to try to just eliminate all fear and run through walls without looking or, you know, try to run across the street without looking for traffic. None of those things. Fear is a good thing. It, it is. But 
when fear starts stopping us from getting to the experiences that we need to be successful or the experiences we want to have in our lives, that's when we need to replace those fears with something different. And why not replace those fears with the art of success? All right. And one last quick point on that before I get into to one more area here. Um, fear of failure and fear of success are actually the same thing when you dig down deep into it. Might not seem, it seems like they're on opposite ends of the spectrum, but when you dig down into what the actual fear is, it's, they all come from the same places, okay? They all come from the same learned experiences. They all come from the same movie that we're playing in our minds, all right? So here's what we want to do. We want to take these fears. Let's just recap real quick. And then you guys, let me know what questions you have. Let me know what comments you have. Let me know what thoughts you have to uh, kind of close this up and, and make sure that we covered everything. Because again, I want to give you guys and also grasp hold of these tools myself even better, give you guys the tools to conquer fear and live to tell about it. You know, I want you to share this with other people. I want you to build your own process around what we're talking about here and then live to tell about it. I want you to share this with other people. So first we're going to realize that fear is a fantasized experience appearing real or uh, Christine, I get yours up here. This is a good one too. Another acronym for fear is false expectations appearing real uh, going back to, uh, you know, disappointments, avoiding disappointments and that type of thing. And once we realize that, then I want to, layer these three techniques on first i want to you know identify the fear and and explain it in i scare myself by imagining again really important to use i scare myself by imagining myself and imagining are the key points there and then once we've done that we want to come back to the present what's what's real what's actually happening right now i'm wearing a blue shirt i'm sitting in an office i'm got a microphone in front of me I'm afraid of doing this because I'm going to sound stupid. I'm afraid that you guys are going to think that I'm too wooey or too out there or whatever. Th those are the fears, but what's reality? Reality is I'm talking to you. I'm sharing what I feel and I'm helping myself become better at this. Okay. That's reality. Now, let me imagine the best outcome. Let me imagine that um, I was able to help one person overcome uh, a fear turns them into the successful business that they wanted to be. That's a great outcome. That's, that's what I'm going for. That's my why, you know, to provide resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success. So that's the best outcome. I can check that box. Is, is it worth it to check that box versus the fear of you guys thinking that I'm an idiot? Yes, 100%. So now I've imagined the best outcome. I'm able to make that decision. And now I'm able to instead, you know, plan. Okay. I wrote out an outline. I've got pages of notes. Uh, I've got more notes in here. You know, so I planned, I've thought about it. Now I want to take action. I pushed go live. I took the action. I'm talking. Okay. Now I want to experience it. I want to see what, what you guys are saying. I want to get your feedback. I want to hear from you. What do you think? Is this going to be useful for you? 
or was this a waste of 35 minutes of your time? You know, I, I, I need to be open to that feedback. Even the feedback that I don't want to hear that I don't think I want to hear. I need that because now if I can experience that, then I can learn from it. Then I can say, okay, what, what could I do differently? What could I do better? I can go back and watch this video again and go, okay, Aaron, wow, you really stumbled on this part. You should have planned ahead and done this. Okay. Well, next time I can do better. Perfect. And then I have the result, you know, 15 people watching live right now, according to the little number up here. Cool. That's a result. Now I want to compare that to what I've done before. Again, it's just the process. I'm just going through the process for you here. All right. All right. Now, one last thing here. And then again, you guys tell me what, what your thoughts are, where you're at, what, what kind of fears we can work through together. Um, because there's the other thing is that a lot of times we, we have these fears. And one of the things that really paralyzes us is we think that we're the only one with those fears. And if we can communicate with others and, and have that community to, to talk to and say, oh, well, I'm not the only one with this fear. Okay. So what are you doing? What, how can we do this together? You're, you're going to be able to do this. I know I can. Oh, okay. Now, now it's different. I start changing my self-talk because I'm around people that are experiencing the same things. I'm around people that have that same vulnerability, have that willingness to be open and, and we can share those things. But uh, the last thing I wanted to share is this is why everybody talks about hustle. Okay. When we talk about that art of success, this is why everybody talks about hustle and why hustle is so important to a small business. Now, I'm not a huge fan myself of, of all this overly used hustle talk. You know, if you're, you're doing a, a side business a couple hours a week, that's cool, you know, and you're hustling for those couple hours. That's awesome. But are you really hustling? Yeah, I don't know. But regardless, what hustle actually means and why it's used so much, in my opinion, is hustle is how many actions can you take and again, those actions have nothing to do with what the result is. I don't care what your result is. How many actions can you take next week for your business? How many things can you do? I don't care what the result is. That's not the hustle. The hustle is how many things can you do? And then taking those actions, grabbing them, taking the feedback, learning from them, and then doing actions again the next week better. I, they don't have to be big things. It doesn't have to be huge things. In fact, it shouldn't be huge things. If it's something that we fear, the best way to tackle this thing is in small bites. You know, how do you, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Now that's a terrible analogy, but I heard it the other day and I'm using it. So sorry. <laughs> you know, so just doing the little small things, but how many of those little small things can you do each day? is what hustle is all about. So when we talk about hustle, it falls into fear. And when it, when we mix those things together and we, again, start replacing this learned experience of fear with a different experience of what's the best possible outcome and weighing those two things out and then going from there. All right. So let's see what we got here, Christine. Um, Expressing your fear is some, sometimes the hardest part. You think you'll either sound whiny or that people won't care or understand. So it seems easier not to say anything or maybe safer not to say anything. Sadly, that's mostly more fear stopping you from asking for help. 
absolutely. hundred percent, Christine. And, and, and again, totally relatable fears, totally fears that we want to acknowledge. But at the end of the day, if they think that you're whiny or people don't care or won't understand, then you're just not talking to the right people. All right. So if it seems easier not to say anything, then again, you're not talking to the right people. So you got to get that stuff out there. And, and again, Christine makes a great point. It's stopping you from asking for help. And being a business owner is all about asking. It's asking for help. It's asking for sales. It's asking your employees to do something better or do something more or, you know, ask, 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 ask. Again, that was one of the things where we talked about fear a lot was in a, a program I did uh, not too long ago about becoming an asshole, so to speak. So, all right. Jerry says, I like to imagine that one day I will look back and think to myself, remember when I had a fear of, and now I don't even give it a second thought. Now I plan on getting there sooner than later. Perfect, Jerry. I imagine you probably had a little bit of a fear of screen printing um, or, or whatever it is that you were doing. Sorry, I gave it away, Jerry. <laughs> People could go and see it, so I'm not really giving it away. Um, yeah, I'm, <clears throat> there's a ton of things that I know I had fears about. And, and honestly, they still get to me a little bit and they, they still will kind of give me pause. You know, I've probably presented uh, seminars, oh, just doing some quick math at least a hundred times now in my career. Um, live seminars, I've probably done at least a hundred. Uh, that may be a little too high. Let's say 50. Let's, let's get, yeah, I'll go back and count, but I still get super nervous before those. And the first time I did it, I could barely walk out on stage. I could barely talk. I, I, it was, I feel bad for the people that had to sit through my very first seminar. Um, but today I'm certainly a lot better at it. Could I get better? Absolutely. And I'm going to get better. I'm going to continue to get better. But that fear was there, still there a little bit, but now I have something to base it on. Okay. I, now I have a, a Little, something a little closer to reality. Like this is really what's going to happen. You know, I'm not going to look down and realize that I'm not wearing any clothes. You know, I actually am going to get up and on that stage. I'm going to be wearing clothes. I'm going to present information that I'm passionate about. I'm going to try to help people and I'm going to go from there. So um, Christine says, I had a fear of public speaking for years as a result of a few experiences when I was young and didn't speak well. The first time I led a seminar or did a video cast, I was terrified. Now I love it. All the fear I had to walk through was the was worth the outcome. There you go, 100%. Honestly, I know exactly where my fear of public speaking came from. <laughs> quick, I'll, I'll, I'll tell the quick story. And this was 100% on me, 100% on me. So as a kid, um, I was raised in a Lutheran family. I went to a Lutheran church. And uh, one of the things that I did as I got older is, uh, you know, I was um, an altar boy. So I'd, I'd get to light the candles and sit behind and, you know, all that stuff. But as I got older, I was asked to do one of the readings, you know, where you read a passage from the Bible. And I remember uh, one time I went up there and for whatever reason, somehow I had the wrong passage. And I and I couldn't quite figure out why this was kind of in the middle of something. It didn't really make sense. I knew what the sermon was about. It didn't really make sense, but I just did it anyways. And people were looking at me like I was crazy. 
like I was speaking in tongues. I got done and the, the pastor made a quick joke, you know, just to try to smooth things over for me. But I took that as, oh my God, I just screwed up. And, and I, I never did it again. I, I never wanted to speak in public again. I was terrified. I actually ran out of there and, and didn't go back for several weeks. Um, and yeah, that, that was exactly where it started. And uh, I carried that for a really long time until I finally got to a point where it was part of what my career was supposed to be. It was where my career was heading. And if I didn't do it, I wouldn't be here doing this today. So totally worth it. But I can, I can pick out exactly where the fear came from. So there we go. Um, Jerry, th this is also a, a great point. My fear of public speaking goes away if I'm comfortable with the subject. And, and honestly, that's what makes a good public speaker is they get up there and they sound like they're just coming off the cuff. But reality is the planning, the notes, the going through it, the making sure the slides flow and it, all that other stuff is, is what's really important. You're comfortable with the subject. Um, Mildred, you say, I know this might sound stupid. Um, doesn't sound stupid at all. Actually, Mildred, I, I think this is wonderful. And I appreciate you sharing this so it says, but my lives have helped me start to overcome public speaking. Uh, that's, that's, I think that's great. And it doesn't sound stupid at all to me. Uh, and, and even if it did, you shouldn't care, but it doesn't. <laughs> and I, I, I love that because what happens is again, we, we build courage, we overcome fears by actually doing the thing and then finding out what the reality is. So now we've replaced that imaginated, imagine, wow, that's, I'm, I'm not even gonna get close to saying that right. I'm, <laughs> you're replacing what you had imagined as that terrible outcome with something that really happened where it wasn't so terrible. You know, people didn't laugh at me. I got to experience getting to connect with people. I got to share something I was passionate about. You, you start replacing those, imagine, see, I'm not even going to be able to get to it. You start to replace those fears, those imaginations that you had with actual reality. And it really does help, help to overcome. So thank you so much for sharing that. That is, that is so cool. And uh, hopefully other folks out there that maybe you've had those um, fears of doing lives, uh, you know, do it, do it anyhow, see what happens. What could be the best outcome? Again, start replacing our inner critic critic with an inner coach. All right. Anybody that's ever coached or, or been coached at, on sports or, or anything like that, um, doesn't have to be sports. However you were coached, a good coach, they might push you. They might get you out of your comfort zone, but they're certainly not going to be a critic all of the time. You know, they might point out to you things that you can do better, but they also need to support you. They also need to be able to say, hey, but what about this? Why are you doing this? Why are, why are you practicing? Why are you doing this? Because you know that you could potentially have this greater outcome. So anyhow, that's, that's the way to look at it. Uh, Mildred says, it's the interactions and just being vulnerable, just taking myself at face value during that moment, not allowing the negative narrative you place on yourself. There it is, the negative narrative. And and again, it's our inner critic. If we can change that to an inner coach. Uh, and again, those are learned behaviors, all learned behaviors. So the great part about learned behaviors is that they can also be unlearned and replaced with something better. 
Um, okay. You, you also have to remember that a lot of times you may fear being judged for something, but in reality, other people aren't paying that much attention. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Uh, Christine, that is a great point uh, that, again, we're probably making more of a big deal out of it than anybody else. And those folks that that do want to judge you, here's the deal. People that are doing more than you will never judge you. They don't have time for that. They're not going to, to judge what you're doing. So people that judge you are doing less than you. They're envious of you. Um, even if they don't really realize it, you know, judgment typically comes from envy. So, um, all right. Awesome stuff. Thank you guys for all of the, the extra and, and participating and, and sharing. And hopefully we were able to cover the, uh, conquering your fear and living to tell about it. So I would appreciate if you guys would go tell your friends about this, tell your friends, your ideas about this, share the things that you guys have been sharing in the comments. Let's get everybody to conquer their fears. And uh, I think we'll have a, a lot better world to live in here. All right. All right, everybody. So um, that is what I have for today. Uh, one more thing that I'd like to share with you guys real quick. Where is that at? Uh, there it is. Thank you. All right. Our successgroup.com forward slash ST. If uh, you have not uh, signed up for the success tracker program yet, uh, I, th I think it's something that is a great tool. Um, it's something that I use all the time and, uh, I, we've had people use it with great success. We're basically asking you and, and helping you set a very specific goal, uh, within a 12 month time frame, and then working towards it and supporting you by giving you some swag, some encouragement, being there, lifting you up, asking you where you're at, do, doing all those things. And what we find is that most of the time we set our goals too low and achieve them. So if we can set a goal that makes us a little uncomfortable and actually get there, it's such a great experience. And even if you don't get all the way there, you're still going to be further along than if you didn't set this goal. So we set up this program as a way to tangibly help people reach goals. And, and I think it's a great introduction into our success group. If you're not a member, um, if you are a member, you, success tracker is something that you get for only a dollar. So if you're a member and you haven't done the success tracker program yet, please do it. it it's, it's worth its weight in gold. It's a, it's a dollar and it's going to net you way more than a dollar. So uh, go do that today. Our successgroup.com forward slash ST and uh, check that out. And I think that's about it, guys. So uh, hopefully you guys have a great rest of your Saturday. I know I'm excited to go conquer some fears, do some things. This helped me a ton work through certain things uh, just by trying to put this together and now getting an opportunity to share it with you. So I appreciate that very much, uh, that opportunity you guys gave me to be here and, and share with you. So uh, without further ado, I think I will call it a day and uh, we will talk to you guys next week. All right. Have a great rest of your Saturday. 
Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.